0: Hello, my lovelies, and welcome back to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. As always, I am your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Today we are going to talk about prioritizing your life, which might sound simple, it might sound cliche, but you're going to quickly realize how often you might do this, and primarily our goal here today is just for you to leave with a better mindset. Because I think overall, no matter what part of your life, meaning no matter what phase or cycle, no matter what your beliefs are, our overall goal is to be a better version of us. For you to be a better version of yourself. So I hope to give you some awesome insight to get your mind just right. However, before we dive into the mindset goodness, let's make sure that you are feeling all nice and cozy and caffeinated. If you need to hit the pause button to go grab yourself an awesome, yummy cup of coffee, then go do so. And whenever you're ready, let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga both on and off the mat. Fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. Before I dive in, I want to take a moment to talk about one of the podcast's most awesome sponsors, free skincare, on launch date, which that will be August 31st. And I can't believe I'm saying that. That means we are almost into September. That is crazy. But on August 31st, that is the last day of their BOGO sale. Buy one, get one free with the code Danielle, spelled D A N Y E L L. Uh, they're, 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 I was about to say shit and then stuff at the same time. They're stuff. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. Totally awesome. If you are a human who sweats, then it is for you. Uh, it also goes back to the community. Some of the proceeds do. So not only are you making your skin nice and awesome, but you are also being an amazing human by giving back to the community. All right. Now that we talked about getting your skin awesome, let's get your mind awesome. I recently started the book Essentialism, and some of you listening to this are probably going to be like, really? You've never read that book before? And I agree with you. (laughs) I totally agree with you. Uh, No matter what I have listened to in the past, specifically with business-like podcasts or different uh, courses I've taken, things of that nature, the book always comes up. Always, always, always. And I've always been like, oh yeah, look, sounds good. and never decided to do it. Well, I know I'm probably going to mention multiple times that I'm reading it, but I'm actually listening to it. Uh, I went through and canceled my Audible subscription because I just never really use the damn thing that often. So I went through and soaked up all my credits before I canceled. And I was like, well, I might as well get essentialism. Like, I've been thinking about it for years now. Might as well do the damn thing. And dear God, am I an idiot? I'm an idiot for not listening to it earlier or actually buying the text, and reading it earlier, um, I can guarantee you I will probably listen to this 5, 10, 20 times over again during my lifetime, hands down. I could not recommend it more, especially if you are one that falls into the creative like realm, I guess I would say. But uh, this definitely impacts every single human, period. Uh, Like I said in the beginning, if you are looking to better yourself then not only is this episode but the book is most certainly for you. With that being said I'm not all the way through with it so we can't give too much uh, insight but we are going to talk about one topic that the author goes into a lot and he states if you don't prioritize your life someone else will. And I think to relate this to more parts of our life, we can also phrase this idea as if you don't make a choice, someone else is going to make the choice for you. I am sure if you really think about it, we have all done either one several times. To be honest, the first thing I think of is something that I do all the time to Matt, who is my fiance. When I can't decide what I want to eat, He normally makes a decision and I'm definitely not happy nine times out of 10 with the decision that he makes. I then want to throw like a little temper tantrum as if I'm a seven-year-old. Even though I don't know what I want, I just know I don't want what he mentioned, right? I'm sure specifically my ladies have been there before. However, let's go into a few more examples because... Maybe you are awesome with knowing exactly what your tummy wants, and that doesn't resonate with you. So let's think about the last time that you went to the hairdresser, or maybe not the last time, but just within your lifetime. Have you ever gone and said to them, eh, do whatever you want? And they say, oh, okay. And to them, that's like a canvas and they look at your colors of your skin and your facial features, your bone structure, the colors of your eyes, and then make a decision based on how they would portray a color palette. And then you're, you turn around and you look at yourself and you're like, oh shit, I do not like this one at all, right? Maybe we think of something else. We get a bit deeper. Have you ever wanted to leave an uncomfortable environment and whenever you don't openly say something like, peace out, Girl Scout, someone else makes de- makes the decision for you to stay. Even though you then sit there and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. You didn't open up and say that you either didn't want to be, or maybe you went a step farther and made the decision to leave. So now you're stuck in an uncomfortable, maybe even an unsafe environment, all because you didn't speak up. Shifting gears again, maybe there is a new position at work that you really want, yet you're being kind of quiet and bashful. I can think back to my corporate America days, and I know that a lot of times people would feel intimidated to apply for a role because they didn't meet all of the criteria. Let's say they uh, you had to be in your current position for five years. They were only there for four. And that just automatically held them back, even though they were just a beautiful, perfect candidate for the role. However, because you sat back, you were being bashful, you didn't speak your concerns, your ideas, somebody else comes up and says to your boss that they're interested and they automatically easy peasy piece of cake get the job because it's needed they need to fill the role they found somebody and it's someone they already know and trust so beautiful here you go yet whenever you look at it you are way more qualified which might very well mean that whenever you look at all of those HR checkboxes you would be able to check off more of the boxes than the person that just accepted the new position that you have been, let's say, dreaming of or just really wanting. And lastly, something that I am sure so, so, so many of us can relate to is gonna take the opposite idea. Let's say you have so much damn work on your plate and rather than speaking up, prioritizing your own work-life balance and say no to taking on more work, you instead just bitch about how much you have to do to your friends behind closed doors. And because of that, your boss might have no idea. And they then make the choice for you to take on more work, even though that is crushing your mind, heart, and a combination of the two. My point here is we have all done it. And let's be honest, making a decision for ourselves is not always easy. Prioritizing our life is not an easy task. Having to make a choice, even if it's something as silly as food, can be really hard on your heart, mind, and again, maybe a combo. From the bit that I have read thus far in essentialism, mixed with my own interpretation and views, I think we fall into not making a decision because of one of two reasons. One being society and the other being fear of change. Society has embedded in us that yes is the only way to succeed That we must be the yes man because saying no is viewed as being weak. Now, the book Essentialism, nor I, are saying that the process of saying yes is the right thing. We're just simply pointing out the obvious. I am sure you have had a boss that only gave recognition or a second look to someone that went above and beyond. No matter if you were able to take on the workload or not, because you went above and beyond, because you said yes, you were recognized, period. Society has turned the idea of no to a negative rather than a positive. Now, I should also include that the book Essentialism ideally talks about how to do less but better. And I overall agree with this concept and I agree with the author's points, So long as the part of but better is not lost. Maybe it is because I was surrounded by the yes culture for years. But I don't believe that doing the bare minimum just so that you can go out drinking like you're 21. Or so that you can twiddle your thumbs and pretend that you're retired yet you are actually letting down others within your uh, field of work, I don't think that that is the point of it at all. And I unfortunately do think that sometimes people look at the phrase, do better or do less but better, and they just get stuck on the do less, right? They're like, oh, that sounds good. I want to do less. And that's just where they go, right? Right. Saying no can not only help your mental health or give you a bit of time on the evenings or weekends to love on your fam or partake in your favorite hobby, but it can also give you time to focus on making other things better, bringing the best version of yourself to your work, relationships, and beyond. Now, the second reason why I think we have difficulty making choices or prioritizing our own lives is because change is frickin' hard. I'm sorry, we are creatures of habit, period. Now, some change is exciting. If you're like me, I personally love cleaning up my closet. My mother is literally the polar opposite. She will hoard shit. I never will hoard a damn thing. <laughs> I love getting rid of things, and yes, that's a form of change. Right? That form of change makes me happy. But there are other forms of change where we might be kind of stuck. And the do I do I do this? Do I prioritize my life and make this change? We, we like get stuck with the but. What is somebody going to think of me? Or we get stuck with the but. How will this change my title? How will this change who I am? Will this change change me? And all of those things kind of make us take a step back, make us freeze, rather than enlight that little fire inside of us that makes us smile. And if anything, I know this is not the grandest piece of advice, if you will, but just remember that... Hard things don't usually come easy. It might take you a week, a month, a year, 20 years to ponder over a change that is needed in your life, but I challenge you, if the change is hard itself, if making a change is hard, take a moment to step back and realize or connect to the idea of, are you prioritizing yourself? Or your life? Or is somebody else prioritizing your life for you? So I can tell you me personally, I have had a difficulty with making changes within my life. And for pretty much all the things I just listed off a moment ago, all of those were weighing heavy on my heart as I was debating about making change. Yet, I know I'm going to sound like such a hippie yoga chick, but whenever I started listening to this book, it just, it came at the right time. It was right before I was about to make the final decision of, do I, do I go through with this? Do I make this change? Cause I know I really need it. And as I started listening to this book, I was like, well, no shit, Sherlock, you have to make the change. It's right in front of you the only reason why you haven't done it is because I have been letting somebody else prioritize this part of my life. That's it. That was the only thing. I was letting somebody else soak up a lot of the good in me, which therefore left me feeling bad, left me feeling unwelcomed, left me feeling like poop. (laughs) So again, overall, I challenge you to constantly... Constantly take a moment to sit back and reflect. Acknowledge if you are prioritizing your life or is somebody else prioritizing it for you. Acknowledge are you making the choice or is somebody else making the choice for you. If at any time you are faced with difficulty of saying no because you feel pressure to say yes or if you are really struggling with making a change, reflect back to either of those two ideas. And I promise it's then going to just kind of stick out to you. If you were to write down all your ideas on a piece of paper, let's say they were looking like this big road map, right? And you just had arrows and words and everything just all over. It looked like you were doodling in the middle of a class or something. And then whenever you close the book or close the notebook, Again, maybe get all yogi and take a moment to just calm your breath. And then without looking at that big road map of a mess, take a moment to just ponder, are you prioritizing your life or your choices? Or is somebody else doing it for you? And I can almost guarantee if you were to reopen up that book, there'd be like one part that would just stick out to you like one word, one circle, one arrow, and you'd be like, well, duh. The only reason why I haven't done this is because I have not been putting me first or I have not been making my own choices. Somebody else has been forcing me to do something or somebody else has been making the choice for me. Well, that is about all of the hot mess express of a ramble that I have for you today. If anything, I always smile at the end of the more mindful episodes because I'm always like, "Ugh, damn, Danielle, you fucked up. You rambled too much. And then I actually like I smile because I'm also like, no, mindset shit is hard, period. And if I get excited about the hard shit and I want to share all of my little yogi knowledge bombs with you. So if you found any and all value here, do me a big hot favor, take a screenshot of this episode, share it on Instagram and tag at caffeinated yogi talks and at Danielle the yogi, spelled D-A-N-Y-E-L-L, the yogi. You can also see all of those deets in the show notes. If you have any questions about this concept, then please, please, please send me a message on Instagram. I would love to talk with you more. I always like to remind people that the title of the show is Caffeinated Yogi Talks because I want it to feel like a little chit chat that we would have over a cup of coffee. Yet obviously, I am doing all of the rambling and you're probably just doing the giggles, the smiles, and the awesome time to soak up and take in what I'm saying. Yet you don't have a moment to express your own opinions. So please note, that is what my Instagram is there for. So again, thank you oh so much for listening, and until next Tuesday, namaste and sleigh Boothang.